Hey, 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 and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sharon and the host of this podcast. Guys, I'm so excited that you're here today because I, I love you guys. I love my citizens. And if you're an independent agent who is struggling to get contracts and appointments with carriers, or maybe you're struggling to balance multiple carrier relationships because of high production and volume requirements, well, Smart Choice is the way to go for you. Um, they operate on a commission split, and that's only on the business you write through carriers you access through them. They're not going to take any cut of your current business. They don't really want to have any ownership in your business. It really differentiates them from the other networks. Um, they also will negotiate higher commission percentages, lower production requirements to help you balance your book. They got 9,000 agencies nationwide right now. They've grown exponentially in the last years. There's no wonder they're the fastest growing agency in the country, hands down. Go to smartchoiceagents.com. Tell them the mayor sent you. You'll be so glad that you did. I also want to talk to you today about my friends over at CoverDesk. Uh, CoverDesk does a phenomenal job with virtual assistants. Um, you know, I, I want to talk to you about them, you know, in the sense of uh, this, you know, saving time, focusing on your clients and growing your business. If you're losing hours every week from the day-to-day -day task of running an insurance agency or carrier or tech partner, uh, though the administrative work is essential, it can often prevent you from focusing on your sales or your relationships with your clients or that core business. You know, CoverDesk virtual assistants can handle these tasks, saving you significant time. Your clients get the help they need when they need it. The virtual assistants are fully dedicated to you, supporting your business, your clients, and your growth. Go to CoverDesk.com. Find out more about it. Tell Andy that the mayor sent you. You'll be so glad you did. Today, I want to talk to you. We've got an exciting lady coming into the show. Her name is Lauren Winans of Next Level Benefits and NextLevelBenefits.com or NLBenefits.com. My bad, Lauren. Uh, Next Level Benefits offers access to HR professionals on a consulting, contracting, or project management basis. Each member of their team has 20 years experience. They do a great job and they work with some big time employees. Now, my friend Lauren and I, we get into all kinds of fun topics. We talk about how to attract young people to our business, how to keep them. Uh, we talk about, um, you know, how to attract just the, the a new young blood into our space and how to, you know, make them more excited about our business. We also talk about, um, you know, from an EPLI standpoint or from a prospecting standpoint, how you can lead with HR in order to become, you know, a, a better agent uh, and to get more business in the door. Fun conversation. I really think you're going to enjoy it so much. Uh, so why don't you sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Lauren Winans. Lauren Winans, what's happening, homie? Hi, Heath. Thanks for having me. Ah, oh, man, it's so good to see you. I'm glad that you're bailing me out here. Good. Hey, no problem. Uh, Happy to help the mayor. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so since you're helping me out, uh, why don't before we get into too much of that, let's take a walk down memory lane. And won't you tell me a little bit about you, 
where you got started. I remember growing up as a kid, all I wanted to do was either go to Abercrombie and Fitch or American Eagle. And you've got a connection there. <laughs> let's talk about that. Uh, let's go back to my childhood a little bit. I do have a connection. Yeah, you know, I, I started my career actually at a health insurance um, company, a Blue Cross and Blue Shield affiliate. Um, and then after three years of, of learning everything there is to know about health insurance, um, I moved on to American Eagle Outfitters. That was my first um, human resources role. Um, I was an entry level, um, you know, benefits analyst um, that was responsible for, you know, answering the phones and dealing directly with employees who had benefits questions. So it was my first taste of, you know, benefits administration. Um, I spent a lot of time um, at American Eagle. I was there for about eight years. Um, we wore jeans and flip flops every day. Um, the rumors were true. And, um, you know, I, I think that that was a really great experience for me, gave me an opportunity to understand the insurance industry, to um, work very closely with a lot of American Eagles, um, you know, brokers and uh, external consultants. And I learned a lot more about employee benefits administration um, through that role and then moved on from American Eagle to Consol Energy um, and then, which is a, you know, oil and gas company. Um, then I also moved on to general nutrition centers, GNC, another retailer. Um, you know, so after, I don't know, what was that 20 years, <laughs> 20 years of uh, corporate experience, um, mainly in um, employee benefits within the human resources function. Um, I kind of, I jumped ship to do my own thing. So two years ago, I started my own consulting firm. We help, um, you know, a lot of different organizations, large and small, um, various industries um, with any sort of HR projects that they might need help with, particularly employee benefits, since that's my near and dear to my heart. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Uh, and, I, and I made the joke about my childhood days. and Mom, you got to take me to American Eagle, but uh, I got to get a hoodie. Anyhow, uh, there had to have been a lot of young people that you're working with at mm -hmm. American Eagle or even GNC for that matter. I imagine a lot of the meatheads you know, I work out. And so <laughs> I imagine a lot of that. What what kind of questions did you get? What truly, you know, does that really attract employees at that age to an employer? It does. It does. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, we've got, um, you know, really great discounts at those at those retailers. So that's the number one, you know, attractor, you know, to to uh, to those okay, that end yeah. up working there. <laughs> But, you know, benefits as a whole, you know, we, we got a lot of great, you know, questions. I mean, some because of the younger workforce, a lot of it was not necessarily understanding how insurance worked. So we did a lot of, you know, education and support when it came to that. Um, you know, but I, I think ultimately, you know, especially now over time, you know, a lot of the younger workforce is looking for really great benefits. Um, you know, they're looking to save early. They're looking for comprehensive health care. They're looking for, you know, support benefits through lifestyle options and whatnot. So, you know, they're, they're looking for things that past generations really weren't looking for. So it's, it's an interesting time. We've gone from really basic, you know, questions to really complex questions um, in a short period of time. Yeah, I just can't imagine a lot of young people looking to improve their financial stability and ready for the future. I just, when I was a kid working... <laughs> You know, I worked in retail. That was not my thought process. I was more, you know, where am I going to find the next party or where am I going to get drunk next? Right. I never thought about my employee benefits and my Aflac or my Colonial or whatever company I had my benefits with. 
or Blue Cross for that matter. So I think that's fascinating. And that's one of the things um, we talked about a little before we got started on the show. Um, my audience is, you know, really uh, geared more or has a lot of PNC, you know, property and casualty audience. And as I've got a lot of agency owners or tech vendors or, you know, carrier audience listening that we want to get younger in our space. Um, the old adage of pale male and stale is real um, within our industry. Um, whether that's it, even the same on, you know, uh, in all industries, I feel like um, as, you know, the baby boomer, boomers are getting out and we got younger people uh, coming in the workforce. How do we, uh, as a as an industry, get younger? How do we attract younger folks to get in? Because I'll let you answer that, and then I'll start talking some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. So, so yeah, you know, it's a really good question. I think a lot of employers are asking the exact same question, regardless of what industry they're in. You know, they're really kind of looking towards what can we be doing differently? How can we be more competitive? Um, and you know, what are some things that we're maybe offering that is part of the employee value proposition that we're not doing a good job of advertising? So I think that. That's really where it starts is number one, what are you offering to employees? Um, what are you what are you offering within this space? You know, what is the benefits of these of this job? You know, and what are things that are worth selling, right? You know, the majority of the folks in this space are really great at selling things, right? So you have to sell this role. You have to make sure that people understand, you know, that there's, you know, there can be flexibility, there can be unlimited income potential, potentially, there can be, you know, opportunities that you're not thinking about. And I, I think really taking the time to craft, you know, what it is, is that, what is that employee value proposition look like? And then being able to properly serve that up during a really, you know, great record, re recruiting and onboarding process that helps to bring new talent into the pipeline. So it's all about kind of setting up process and then being really careful with how you market um, these roles um, so that people truly understand the, you know, the benefits that are there for them. Yeah, I, uh, I see a trend uh, and hopefully this is changing, um, but we have a lot of Colleges now are having a financial or uh, financial planning or even insurance degrees now, which never happened before. It right. used to be more finance. Now we've got some insurance degrees, but most of those kids are, you know, I, I feel so old now, but most of the kids coming out of college with those degrees, they want to come out with a salary or they want to come out making more money than, you know, I feel like, you know, or when I was a kid, I was making. And so I know now that I'm in my forties, I get excited about, you know, unlimited income potential or whatever you mentioned uh, is a fancy mm -hmm. way of saying it. But when I was a kid, I thought, no, nah, you know, I want a salary as well. So yeah. how do we change that mindset? And do you see that changing at all? Um, you know, I think the changing the mindset really comes down to, you know, making sure that people understand the upside. You know, I'm, I'm one of those folks that it's all about communication. You know, it's got to be communicated well for people to understand the value. And I think that you're right. There's There are some folks that are coming out of college or part of the younger generation that are looking for a certain dollar figure. And that's what they're looking for. But it could be because they don't understand how easy it could be to reach that dollar figure, maybe through commissions or, you know, through other means. And so I think it's about 
stepping back and explaining it in layman's terms as if, you know, someone has never heard it before. It might be intuitive to, you know, this space and the people who are in this space, but it's not intuitive to people who are entering this space. And so I think it's really important to kind of, you know, talk through, okay, or if you're looking for $100,000 a year, okay, well, here's, here's what you would need to do to get that. And you know, maybe that's the flyer that gets hand out, handed out at the job market or the job fair. You know, that's that, that's what you're going to need to figure out is, you know, okay, what are people asking us? What are people wanting? And how can we communicate that? Let's let's flip it so that we can kind of share what they're looking for and make them more and, you know, make it more enticing for them to want to take on, take on the challenge of this of this industry. Yeah. And that's one of the things that and I don't want to get on my soapbox because it's the wrong audience. I'm preaching to the choir here, but I do love our industry in the fact of there is that unlimited income potential and there is that renewal value of it is, you know, I tell people all the time, I go speak at colleges that have these degrees and I'll tell people, you know, you buy a couch, you don't need another one for 10 years. You buy a car, you won't see that customer for another four or five years. You buy a house 20 years sometimes or, you know, whatever. You know, you buy insurance, you're going to see that customer every year. You're going to see that customer every time they add a car, you know, when that 16 year old starts driving or when whatever, they have a car or anything, you're going to see that customer a lot Mm -hmm. and uh, you're going to have that sale every single year. And that potential to earn that income is huge in this industry. So trying to communicate that apparently is not the easiest thing because we are hundreds of years into this industry and we're still, you know, complaining about getting older and getting older. Do you, do you have any, you know, let's have Lauren wine and fix it right now. Solve it right now. That's well, a lot I'm of happy to, I'm happy to fix it. So, so. You know, <laughs> but yeah, I what know, kind of thing would you say? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think ultimately, you know, I think what's, what's, what's really challenging is that every industry is faced with this right now. And so I think it's, you know, ultimately needing, um, needing the younger workforce to really understand you got to pay your dues before you get anywhere. Right. And I think that, you know, this industry in in particular has a really, you know, great opportunity, as you said, you can build relationships and make money while building relationships, um, at an unlimited, you know, cap. You know, it's, it's all about how hard you hustle and, you know, how many people you've touched. And I think too, you know, looking at it from, you know, my own perspective of, you know, buying different types of insurance over my career, as well as personally, you know, once you develop that relationship, your you, that relationship can go on for years and years and years. And so it's, it's something that is, is almost like an income protection. It's job security. Um, you know, it's, it's something that some other industries um, don't necessarily offer. And so I, I think it's really, I don't know how to fix it immediately. But what I would say is that there are um, opportunities through education that I think, you know, you could really kind of, you know, teach a lot of folks exactly what they'd be getting themselves into and compare it to like a nine to five desk job, which is no longer nine to five, it's more like 24 seven. And explain the differences, right? You know, so you can make X, Y, Z in an annual salary sitting behind a desk, you know, or you can, you know, make unlimited amounts of money depending upon how hard you hustle using the, you know, relationships that you have existing and, you know, continuing to build upon those year over year. I think it's, I think you're, you need to go after 
to folks that have a certain personality and a certain pizzazz yeah. and charm and charisma about them because they tend to make the best insurance brokers, um, in my opinion. <laughs> no, no, I completely agree with you. Um, and I, I think that you're right on, on on some of that. And so I guess what I would say, and I want to put you on the spot for a minute because you said you could, so I'm, I'm going to challenge Do you it. for a minute. Go for it. <laughs> so let's say that uh, ABC Insurance, large brokerage firm, hires you to you know bring on young talent, you know, commission-based producers. Um, yeah. You you said you would lead with education, correct? Uh, I would lead with ways, education and communication, yeah. For those listening, what other ideas would you use to attract young folk uh, into the agency force to begin selling for ABC agency? Yeah, you know, I would probably, I would definitely attend job fairs and, you know, sorts of, you know, places where the younger populations are going to be coming right out of college and going to these fairs because they're looking for, you know, employment. I would also be leveraging, um, you know, online platforms like LinkedIn. Um, you know, I would use, um, you know, all those various different platforms, which I'm, I won't mention because, you know, I don't know what people, if people like them or don't like them. Um, but, you know, you can use a lot of different online platforms to kind of go after talent. And, the, the thing that you're going to do when you talk to each individual is you need to sell the role. You know, you, that's what I think I mean by communication is ultimately you need to create a job description that comes to life when you're talking to individuals about why this is a great, you know, this is a great opportunity to jump into this industry. So, you know, I would, I would kind of, you know, do all the legwork in terms of, you know, beating down, you know, folks at the job fairs and, you know, leveraging any sort of, you know, social platform that I could, um, you know, it's, you know, also not a bad idea to, you know, take a look at those who are most successful in the industry and maybe using them as examples, um, you know, almost like a case study, so, so to speak, to say, hey, you know, so-and-so, you know, started, you know, in this industry at this age, they've been in here for this many years, this is how much they typically make on an annual basis, or this is how much their group pulls in, you know, in totality each year. You know, I think it's really around creating, you got to create um, this lifelike experience that people can feel like they can actually step right into it. So I, I think it's, it's outreach. It's, it's a lot of work and it's probably not what, you know, it's not a quick solve. It, it would be a lot easier if it was, but it's not. And so it's about going out there, you know, interacting, explaining what, you know, the role is about and, you know, spending a lot of time playing up the upside, which ultimately is unlimited earnings potential. And there are plenty of people who want to get into roles like that. It's just about, you know, marketing it to them in a way that they can understand. Um, I also think that there is uh, a lot of folks that don't understand insurance and how it works. And so, you know, I know my upbringing and my school experience, and I didn't learn about insurance and how it works until I went through a training program at Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield when I was, you know, it was my first job, you know, so... I think there's an opportunity at the high school level um, as well as the college level to have basically insurance 101. This is how this stuff works. This is what you're, these are the decisions you're going to have to make as an adult. And I think that that would also help to destigmatize some of the complexity here because it's, it's really not all that complex once you understand it. And I think that some folks are hesitant to enter this industry because they are afraid of what they don't know. 
man, I love that guitar riff. Uh, but you know what that means? We're at a mid-roll ad. I got to talk to you about my friends over at Canopy Connect. They are your one-click solution to getting the deck pages. You need to quote your prospect. You know, lately I've been doing some demos with them and introducing them to some of you, my citizens out there. And each time that happens, you guys sign up and you call me weeks later like, oh my gosh, you were not lying. This is unbelievable. Uh, it actually works. I send this to my customers. Within seconds, I get the deck pages. They think it's great. I think it's great. And now you can create customizable links for your referral partner that you can send them that they use. And again, it sends you those deck pages in seconds. You get your business done. Uh, the customer's happy. The referral partner's happy. You're right in business, improving your agency. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Uh, check it out. Use canopy.com. Tell them the mayor sent you. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. And so also, you know, if um, you know, now that you've got them, you know, and now that, you know, we've got some hired in here. I know this is another an area that you could, you know, talk to us about for a little bit. How, you know, how would you say for an agency to create a culture to keep the young folk there? Because uh, that probably spans all uh, different areas, whether it's, or industries, I just say, whether it's here, whether it's manufacturing, whether it's whatever, I don't care. Uh, what kind of culture things are you seeing nowadays that we might be able to do to keep our staff longer? Yeah, you know, I think it comes down to offering, you know, really great benefits and competitive salary. I mean, that's number one. You know, number two is really making sure that, you know, you have good leaders in place. You know, a lot of folks that are coming into either their first job or second job, you know, very, you know, new to the workforce are looking for mentors. They're looking for people that they can ask questions to, even the dumb questions that they're maybe afraid to ask in larger group settings. They want to be able to rely on people to help guide them through, you know, the, their first beginning stages of their career. And, you know, I think that mentorship is really underrated and great leaders are, you know, great leaders really love to mentor. So I think it's about finding those connections and building those connections you know, and I also think that there's, you know, development opportunities that need to be in place for employees. So, you know, if you've got someone who's working, you know, in one facet of your organization or one particular industry, um, and you, you know, that person has an interest in maybe jumping into some other areas, you know, give them a chance to pilot that, give them a chance to, you know, shadow someone, give them those opportunities, because you, you might have, you know, a really good, you know, sales guy over here, but he's actually a great and amazing accountant. <laughs> but you don't know that until you allow people to cross train and shift around and really kind of figure their, their out their skill set. As it's about go. figuring out where they fit, what role exactly. they go into, instead exactly. of just plugging them into, you know, a round hole or square peg kind of thing. Right. And then trying to keep them there because you don't, you want people to thrive and grow and the best, you know, highly talented people, if you think about those that you've met over your career, are the people who have had the opportunity to develop a skill set through a variety of different means, including jumping around a little bit and figuring out what works best for them and how they can serve their company in the best way. And so getting someone who's really talented and just trying to keep them in a box 
is doing them a disservice and it's also doing you a disservice. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, I like it. Um, and so let's, let's switch hats for a minute. You know, now, you know, we're going back to, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with ABC agency and uh, we are uh, working on our prospecting and finding new clients. And we want to, uh, we usually lead with uh, say workers comp, you know, we're going to improve your workers comp by, putting in these things or doing that. And a lot of it has to do with HR. You know, you can you can improve your loss ratios and improve, you know, your, you know, prospects from having losses in so many areas by improving their HR. What, um, give some maybe tips or some tricks or some, some common language they might be able to use when they're talking to the HR professional to say, you should hire me as your broker because. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's, it comes down to, you know, you should hire me for your broker because I am going to help you be successful. Um, and I am going to, you know, whatever the issue is, that's what you want to tell them, right? So let's say their issue is they have high, you know, um, injury incidents. You know, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna help bring that down for you. I'm gonna help drive that down. We're gonna help get our hands around that. We're gonna help to control that. Because I think that, you know, really what HR is looking for, they're not just looking for a broker who they only see at renewal time. They are looking for a partner who can strategically help them to achieve their goals. And, and I think that's another thing too. There are some HR folks that don't have goals, that should have goals. And so I think you can be a really great partner if you help, you know, your HR uh, counterpart, um, you know, to really understand, hey, here's the value that we bring. Here's what similarly situated companies and or HR folks are asking of us. And we can deliver on that. So not only are you strategically positioning yourself, but you're also giving, you know, these folks um, an education and what they should be asking you for. So it, it, it kind of takes the edge off of them feeling like, oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'll just I'll just talk to them once a year at, at enrollment. Like, I, I won't I won't worry about. No, it's about developing relationships, maintaining those relationships, helping them to succeed. And, you know. From my perspective, you know, my many years in corporate working with a variety of different brokers, you know, whether it be, you know, work comp, whether it be, you know, um, health insurance, um, you know, variety of different, you know, brokers that I've partnered with, the best ones have always been the ones that spent the time educating me when I had questions, who spent the time strategizing with me when I had a goal in mind, or when my company had a goal in mind. Um, and then also following up regularly and making sure that I knew of the new things that they were offering or the new tools that they had or the new opportunities, things I should be thinking about that maybe I didn't even know I should be thinking about. So it's, it's if you can create that sort of value and be able to effectively communicate it, you're going to keep clients longer and you're, it's going to be a lot easier to get more clients. So now, yeah, I like the, the education aspect of, you know, that part of it, because then you're not just leading with, hey, I'm Lauren, I could save you money on your insurance. Now you're coming in with a whole different deal. I like yeah, that. Yeah. So, it's, about, uh, it's about strategy, right? You know, we all want to be, you know, great at what we do. And if you can help your customer, client, partner to be better than they were yesterday, it's they're going to be indebted to you and they're going to want to maintain the relationship and keep giving you business. Man, I like it. 
<laughs> so tell me, um, as we start to wrap up a little bit, talk to me about where you're at now. You know, we've talked about American Eagle. We talked, you mentioned um, you started your own thing, Next Level Benefits, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And the website's nlbenefits.com, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about Next Level Benefits. If anybody listening right now wants to follow up with you, as you kind of go through this, you know, give some contact, tell us about what Next Level Benefits does. You know, sell me on you for a little bit. I want to hear more. Yeah, no problem. So, so um, I started Next Level Benefits two years ago. I had been in the corporate space, as I mentioned, for about 20 years. I was just looking for a change, a new challenge. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And it was something that I just, I I wanted to be an entrepreneur without throwing away um, 20 years of HR experience. So I decided to start my own um, consulting firm. And so what we were originally focused on was employee benefits projects only, um, but we have since grown and we now take on all sorts of HR projects. Um, so we do things like helping um, organizations to develop new recruiting and onboarding processes. So that would be you know, developing a recruiting strategy that works, developing an onboarding process that trains new hires who are coming on effectively um, in the most cost efficient way. Um, we also do, you know, total rewards assessments. We can take a look at the compensation and the benefits that you are offering and let you know how far off benchmark you are um, and help you to develop an action plan on how to enhance um, those types of rewards if that's something that you have the money and the investment opportunity to do. That can't be an easy conversation to have. No, it's not, but hey, <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, that's a cool yeah. service. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We, we so we do a variety of different things like that. You know, we we also help organizations to kind of develop out you know uh, policies, processes, procedures. Um, we create handbooks. We do benefits communications. We do employee communicate. We do everything you can think of that an HR person would do. We do. And what's great is I have a team. Um, I have about 25 folks who come from similar backgrounds as mine, from Fortune 500 companies that you would all know, with at least 20 years of experience or more in corporate HR. And so, you know, we're all just, you know, helping a variety of clients, large and small, to achieve their HR goals. And, you know, you'd be surprised. We, we actually have a lot of large clients, like 55,000 plus, who, you know, really need help um, in a variety of ways. It's not just, you know, the smaller organizations or the midsize. It's really everyone is kind of just needing that HR expertise. And sometimes our projects are maybe, you know, four to six weeks long. And other times, you know, we're working with a client now for almost two years straight. So it just depends upon what the needs are. And we're willing to kind of ebb and flow and be flexible and and figure out how best we can help each client who comes our way. That is super cool. So uh, you started this and then hit a pandemic. And so that had to have been fun for you. Uh, But it also probably opened up a lot of doors for you as well. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's a good time to be an HR consultant. I'll tell you that. So, you know, I have been busy. I have been busy since like the third or fourth week that I started the business. And it picked up during the pandemic even more. So, you know, I'm very, very fortunate that I got a positive outcome out of the pandemic, um, you know, whereas a lot of others maybe not had, did not have that experience. But, you know, I think that the pandemic has shed a lot of light on the way our workforce is currently set up, the labor market that we have, the different generations that are within it, what's going to speak to different generations and what HR problems we have and which ones we have to solve. So, you know, we've been really busy helping 
a variety of different employers figure all that out. Yeah. Now we have a hybrid work environment instead of only work from home or only work at the office or so it's it's been really cool. So I'm glad you've been able to capitalize on that as well. And to you know, rise above a pandemic where others might have said, oh, woe is me, I'm going to shut it down. But Lauren Winans pushed through and said, <laughs> we're going to keep this thing going. Good for you. I, you. I think that's awesome. Very awesome. Um, can you share some contact info? Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, you can come um, to our website and check out what we're worked, working on at nlbenefits.com. You can also schedule a discovery call with us via the website. My email address is on the website, so it is the best place to get all the information about Next Level Benefits and how we can help your organization. And then also I noticed, because uh, I was creeping you a little bit, we mm-hmm. you do have a link to your calendar out there publicly. Um, I do. I so do. if someone wanted to schedule a few minutes with you, they could do that as well. So they I always could. love doing that. You can sneak on somebody's calendar real quick and be like, what up? But uh, so glad you have that out there. Any any last things you would like to share? Any soapbox you want to stand on before we sign off here? Are you good? No, I think I'm good. You know, I just I'm really appreciative of the opportunity to chat with you today and to chat with your listeners and, you know, share a little bit more information about what we do. You know, we definitely can be of help to, you know, different folks in a variety of different ways. Um, And like I said, my calendar is out there on the website. So if you want to set up even just 15 minutes to connect and ask your most burning HR question, or maybe you want to, you know, ask some questions as it relates to my interaction with brokers in the past and how to improve those relationships, I'm happy to spend the time with you to figure that out. So don't be a stranger. Feel free to reach out. Lauren, I'm so glad you came to Insurance Town. You accepted my invite last minute. It was awesome. I'm so glad to have you here. And hopefully you'll come back and hang out with us again soon. I'll get the private jet fueled up and I'll fly you back home here in just a few minutes. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks, Eve. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me and Lauren today in Insurance Town. What a fun conversation. Uh, We had a great time, and I really hope that the content we brought you made you a better insurance professional. Don't forget, uh, don't be scared or worried about the Delta variants because ITC, uh, InsurTech Connect, is still happening in Vegas, and we're less than six weeks away, uh, seven weeks away, maybe even three weeks away, depending on when you're listening to this. But you do not want to miss it. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, Um, and I I think that you need to sign up, and there's a link below uh, if you haven't yet, Uh, but it will be October in Vegas, uh, and it's going to be so much fun. You can go to the link at the bottom here, October 4th through the 6th. I also just found out, you may or may not care, but I think it's cool, Ludacris will be doing the host party. How cool is that? Anyway, Mandalay Bay, Vegas. Click the link down below. If you have an idea for your own show, if you have uh, some uh, ideas that you think you could do this, if you don't know how or where to go, how to get started, go to GetReadySetPodcast.com. Tell Ryan that I sent you and that you need some help, and they can get that going for you. Ready, Set, Podcast, turning your brilliant idea into reality. Thanks again, guys, and I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.